From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black. True Detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. Getting a geek, we're talking some TV, Marvel TV, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Season 5, Episode 7, Together or Not At All. My name is Mitch. Joining me, Matty Gibson. I wish their opening credits, like their theme song, was just a bit more... Like singable, because every time mm. you open up, I want to be like dun, 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 in the background. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I just can't. I can't get their their theme song down. And I'm I'm using obviously like their end credit music, or at least from seasons past, because at the moment, like their opening theme is nothing. Like it's it's mm. it's matched up with that shot of a broken earth, and it's just a you know like nothing. It's very eerie. It's like mm. it's, it's a bit too supernatural get for my me liking. Excited guys. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas this. This music, I'm like, I, I actually, myself, putting the podcast together, I'm like, oh, yeah! <laughs> no, I'm jacked up! And the episode's ended, whatever. All right, so uh, we're picking up uh, very quickly from last week's episode, where I know in the podcast, and I feel like an idiot in hindsight, because, you know, and I wish that I didn't edit the podcast already and put it up, but uh, here we are, I'm like, oh, Cassius is dead, and he got his throat slit, and Fitz and Simmons went full, like, Rambo style. No, 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 Cassius isn't dead. No, he's very no. much alive. Like, he kind of got a paper cut on his, his head. cheek. Yeah, but th- that was it. I'm like, he looked, and then I went back and rewatched the end of last week, and I'm like, oh, no, it wasn't that bad. Like, I think I was just so taken in the moment. Well, it was such just such a quick moment, yeah. like, where you just thought, and it's like, who else, who grabs someone from behind with a knife and yeah. cuts you on the cheek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... I feel like that's something season one Gemma would have done. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like season five Gemma, she's been through some shit. Yeah. She knows where to find the throat. Yeah. <laughs> she's a fucking doctor. Yeah. Like, she knows. <laughs> it's like, what? what? And you think about it in the moment. If if you were like in that moment and you got cut in the cheek, it feels like Cassius was just kind of out. Yeah. For the rest of that episode when they sort of did their thing. It's like, if you got cut in the cheek, you'd stand back right back up again. Yeah. I, I was really annoyed. I was too, I was just because so I thought, annoyed. what of. I guess I've come to like about this season is how often they're introducing new characters to us and then just killing them off. And they've been mostly good guys, but Mm. I'm like, Cassius has been building up to be quote unquote, the big bad of this season so far. And after six episodes, oh, they're killing him off. Cool. Well, that's what I thought would open the door for either Sonara to end up being the big bad or they've been building up his brother. Mm. And I'm just like, what? Mm. And then you get to this and his brother comes in and I'm like, no, actually I don't like you. Like I, 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 I come to realise that between the two of them, if I had to choose, I would absolutely choose Cassius. Even though he is played out to be a bit more of the wimpy, he's not as physical, but he's all that more conniving. And, you know, on the surface, he is exactly what his brother thinks he is. But underneath, he's like, no, I'm going to... I'm, I'm coming back, you know, I'm coming back to that world. And where, obviously that means against the brother. I don't know necessarily what he's going to do about his father when he reunites or goes back home or whatever. Yeah. Is he going to kill his father or is he going to prove his place? I mean, the way that it all got sort of, you know, it reached its climax with uh, with Sonara and the brother. 
I started to wonder actually whether Sonara was going to betray him, and that was going. It wasn't going to be that Gemma killed him. It was going to be Sonara, and and Sonara saw what a what a weak prick he was. Because there was that moment midway through the episode, and I think she said those words. You're like, not you've gone soft, but you're not being you. You know, you're not making these hard. You're not making the tough decisions or whatever. Yeah. And she said it in about three words. Well, and there and there was that power shift between them as well, mm. where he was kind of like begging her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this the first time she's spoken as I well? I think so. Yeah, and I think I, I prefer her not to speak, but I like that when she did speak, it was with purpose and very short. Yeah, there's weight to it. And there's gravity. Yeah. It's like when she says something, it obviously means something. She's yeah. not. She's not a gibberer, mm. which I liked. Mm. So that's why I thought, oh, okay, shit's going down. If she's going to talk. Shit's going down, but yeah, I almost kind of wanted maybe the brother killed Cassius. Like, if Cassius wasn't killed by Gemma, maybe the brother killed him for being weak, and then that sent Sonara crazy. Mm. Or so now that everything's sort of like jumping to the end where um, Cassius did kill his brother, so his brother's out, mm. his brother's gone, so that was a waste of time. Mm. Old short back and sides haircut. <laughs> so, the only thing I can see any of that story having any relevance is. Sonara has to die, mm. which will send him even more over the edge. Yeah. That's the yeah, only cause... way I can kind of see this this whole story of them wrapping yeah. up. Because she's been his chief henchwoman or hench person, um, <laughs> certainly uh, for the first six, now seven episodes. But there was that moment where they re-recounted uh, the story of, of his demise and, and losing a battle or whatever. And he screamed at his brother, you know, why do you think... I had generals dead around me because Sonara killed them to protect me. And it's sort of like he's got, you know, he's got a debt to pay to her, but he's also got to be the leader at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, that it, her death probably would sit make him far more deadlier physically. Like, he actually would go yeah. and do a lot of the dirty work himself. One, he'd have to because he doesn't have her around. But, yeah, we get that, obviously, they he does care for her on a different level than what we've what we've seen so far yeah unless they're and they haven't really hit it hard enough but just as you were talking then the only thing the only other thing i can think of is that they're trying to do like a funhouse mirror version of colson and may mm. in the yeah that's true you yeah. know that you know may being the muscle colson being the brain and the yeah. leader and all that sort of stuff but it's like, what what can you do with that? Yeah. If they're if they're being the funhouse mirror version, yeah. maybe they will betray each other in a way that May and Coulson wouldn't mm. would never do. But I don't think there's been enough. Like, have Coulson and Cassius even met? I was just about to stage? say that you got you got May and Sonara who've obviously fought each other. But I yeah. don't. Certainly, Coulson would know of someone in Cassius. He's probably heard Cassius's name, but Cassius has no knowledge of Coulson whatsoever. Like yeah, he knows that true. who he's got around the the humans, the gem, the likes of Gemma. There would be more of her, but he doesn't know faces or names or anything like that. So yeah, he doesn't even know Coulson. Otherwise, it would be a nice little parallel. You're yeah. right. I actually wouldn't wouldn't mind um, having seen that. Yeah, and then you've got the I guess was at the end of last week as well, which I'd forgotten about that Tess was killed and strung up in the middle of like you know the little meeting room, all the all the humans that Another are stuck one and bites the dust. yeah, there you go, Another she's dead as well. So I don't even know that we I don't even know that we mentioned it last week. Maybe we did, but I certainly had forgotten about that before this episode started, which obviously sent um, the uh, the new young kid. Oh God, what's his name now? Starts with an uh, F. Oh, um, Flint. 
Flint. Because there's the joke, because he, he, he controls rocks mm. and his name's Flint. You get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See what they've done yeah. there? Yeah. It's, and do they, they, make, they make fun of his power in that too. They're like, what's he do? Oh, well, he can control rocks. It's like, not that he's telekinetic. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. He can only manipulate rocks. Yeah. It's like, well, he's, that's good. Like Magneto, guess. but with rocks. Yeah. I hope you're carrying around rocks all the time, man, because you're going right. to get into some situation one day where you can't do shit. He's just going to have to walk around with a pocket full of pebbles yeah. just at all, <laughs> any given time. And he can form them into, you know, larger and more solid objects so it's it's cool if you've got the tools mm. but if he doesn't he's yeah he's got nothing it's like well magneto it's like the entire world uses metal it's yeah. like you know where are you pulling rocks from yeah well i mean that time that in the in what in x2 was really cool when mystique injected the the security guard with whatever and iron and, iron and you've and got that, too much iron in your blood yeah that was and the was worst it? ian mckellen impression ever. <laughs> we'll move past that i was gonna try and do it but i won't do it either <laughs> um Obviously, May gets, uh, you know, she got sent to the surface at the start of, uh, or the end of last episode. Mm. And then we see in uh, in this one, she is up there and then obviously the roaches come and get her. There's a, there's a, um, a gravity storm, which is a really cool concept. Yeah. For a TV show, you know, that's so sci-fi heavy, you can absolutely, in, in my opinion anyway, um, apologize for some poor CGI or visual effects or anything. I actually think that the CGI of the roaches or the Vrolnexians, I believe mm. they are, I actually think they look kind of cool. They're a really cool design. Like, you know, ba- their head is basically just a mouth uh, full of teeth, like a piranha, but then they've got the weird, you know, like, mirrored legs you know they're, they're, they're front opposite to the back and the way they move and it's it, like it's a creepy looking design but I think the CGI is actually kind of yeah well and I think good. It, it fits in with sort of the look for this season it's like if you saw them wandering around in daylight mm. I'm sure they'd look shit out yeah, but right, it's yeah. like they've done the smart thing to keep them to like barely seeing them like yeah. when you see them on the surface it's all dark and stormy and then even you know running around the lighthouse it's yeah. like they're kind of just it's almost like uh, an homage to aliens yeah, yeah, you yeah. Kind of just see parts of them yeah which I think, you know, yeah, it does keep them intimidating because when you see the whole thing sort of with bad CG, mm. they lose all threat. You just yeah. kind of just go, oh, well, these these are pretty shit else. Yeah. Gonna, and you're right, I think, because this one would have been the first time that we've seen, I guess, a full, I want to say a full body I of think them anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but that it was, was cool. Even good with the the spear and the yeah. pulling band, the ratchet and all that sort of stuff. It kind of it gave it a bit of weight, I thought. Yeah. You know, which is always hard to do with um, with CG stuff is to mm. make it feel. Like there's actual weight and mass there. Mm. Yeah. Now a gravity storm. We we don't really know much about it yet. What what do you assume that? What what's the effects of a gravity storm? Like what is that? Well, didn't May kind of like just kind of float up? Mm. So I'm assuming it's just instead of winds, it kind of just f-s with gravity. So the the gravity sort of varies. So suddenly there'll be heavy gravity and then there'll be light gravity. Oh, that'd be, be interesting, actually. Yeah, like during yeah. you just up and like up and down, up and down, slamming into the ground or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because wasn't it right at the end sort of maze kind of lifted up by the storm and then there's mm. that big sort of grappling arm that comes out and grabs her by the leg yeah, yeah. to sort of pull her back down. I guess it'd be harder to show like if heavy, maybe it's, it's like, okay, so does the, does the gravity vary from zero to one earth mm, standard mm. or can you get into heavier gravity where suddenly you're like being pushed down into yeah, the ground or yeah. something like that. I'm like, that, That'd be that cool. could be interesting. Okay. I'll probably just get straight to the end because they were going to the, they, they mentioned the Zephyr and I, I did write a note, which I guess got the, the question got answered by the end of the episode. I'm like, what is the Zephyr? I cannot remember what the Zephyr is. They're big plane, isn't it's, it? They're, is their big plane? Yeah, it is like their big, yeah, essentially the, their, their cargo. Cause you the, got big, like, the big black one that holds like the Quinjet. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's that's where I thought they were going, and obviously at the end, you got May there. Old woman walks in, going, "Oh, you know, I couldn't, I <laughs> couldn't wait to. It's been so long since I saw you." And part of me wanted to go, and this only makes sense to a certain group of of audience. And she walks in, and goes, "Oh, I've been waiting a long time to see you again." I went, <gasps> "Cassandra!" And <laughs> shout out to Get in the Gate, Stargate SG One fans. Um, and I'm like, "Oh, it's Cassandra." Hang on, no, that's a different show. And then, and the first time I watched it, I don't know whether I was like. I couldn't see her because I was watching it during the day and there was bad glare on my screen. Yeah. I'm like, what is this old woman holding? And it's it's the wooden bird. It's Robin. I'm yeah. like, holy shit. Like, cool. Okay, good. The, the seat, she's talking a lot more now. She's a lot more open. <laughs> That's good, I guess. But this probably explains why a lot of people have survived along the way or... You know her her visions of sh- well, I imagine her, her her visions of Shield. I mean, we knew that from sending fits. Well, not into the future, but you know him going and freezing himself for seventy years. She saw them coming back, and now she's the one that's in the future, waiting for them basically to arrive. Yeah. Um, it was weird. She felt very familial with May, though, and I'm yeah. like, have those two even ever met? Mm, mm. Um, so the only thing I can think of is maybe you know Robin's had so many visions that include May. Yeah, that. She feels connected to May, whereas May's like, "Who the hell are you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the only thing I can, I yeah. can think of. Because but... before she showed the bird, and I'm like, "Oh, it's is it that kid that like the 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 whole nature of May getting the cavalry nickname because that was all about saving a child." Which you know the the kid ended up dying, right? That which was like an inhuman child back in the yeah, day or something. That's it, right. I, I was I was trying to catch on the details again. This is all going through my head in the space of about two seconds before she revealed the the, the Robin. But I thought, oh, is it that kid? Because I'm like, what what person would obviously be alive now would have to be so young back in our time and who mm. knows May and yeah, but yeah, Robin, Robin's here. She was obviously helping Fitz out a couple of weeks ago in the past and now she's here and what that means to the future, I do not know. But I mean, if you've got someone who can not predict the future, but see the future on your team, then mm. cool. cool? <laughs> Question mark. Yeah. There were a few weird um, things that I noticed though. When, like at the start, when they're you know, doing the, on the run from Cassius, they go to run to the window, and then you see like the ship that he and, that Fitz and Enoch were mm. on blows up, and that's why they're like, "Oh, we have to come up with another way yeah. to get out of here." But it's like at no point did Cassius or his brother or anyone actually give an order to blow it up, did they? Like I no, I, I mean, don't no. I'd almost forgotten about that to be yeah, totally honest. It's kind yeah. of like, oh, we're gonna. But we don't know. Did, did Enoch blow it up as yeah. part of his, you know, mission? Or like you can assume that. But it's like, why blow it up? Yeah. Like, why not just like post guards at it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're going to get to it and then we'll capture them. Yeah, as so, if they couldn't have found a yeah found a use for it. Like yeah, yeah. It was limited resources where they are really. Does Cassius have a ship? Because it's like then at the end of the episode mm. when we take the, what are they called? The tugboat or whatever it is. Yeah. The, when they take that, like. Our group steals that to take it to the surface. Yeah. Cassius does isn't like, oh, pursue them. So it's like he doesn't even seem to have like shuttles or little ships or anything like that that he can Now that he's gonna kill his brother, take over his fleet, mate. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like He's I don't... forward thinking now, he's not even worried about the little shit. Yeah, you're right, I don't know. Yeah, just yeah. I guess because I'm just such a sci fi nerd, I'm just like, oh, there's there's things, there's uses. It's <laughs> like if you're trapped on a fing asteroid, yeah. you're gonna want a ship just in case. You're stranded like, somewhere, you can put yourself in cryo. We've seen that. That works. <laughs> that ship has that 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 that's a capability. And fing Cassius's brother's, you know, badass warrior guy, like mm. he's like killer, yeah. like with the mohawk or whatever. Looked really, really intimidating. 
until he pulled out those little piddly, tiny little daggers. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> mate, you do not look intimidating at all with those things. Yeah. Like, and they, there was some line about, oh, they like to use human weapons, blah, blah. And I was like, of all the daggers you could choose in all of Earth's history, that's... That's what you choose, yeah. really. Like, yeah. I don't care if they're double-sided. They're like, they're the size of my thumb. Yeah. Come on, mate. Come on. See, when you when you said that, I was thinking of one of Cassius's, um well, maybe not even so much his men, but the, the guys that work underneath Sonara. When you had our guys, they're all locked in the room and they're trying to bust in to kill them, you know, Sonara and, and the goons. And they, they realize they can't get in through the door. So he goes over with some kind of like, you know, air gun, punches holes in the wall. Mm. And he's, you know, boom, and they're like, shit, you know, we haven't got much time. And then he sort of slowly just, you know, load, move to the side and boom. And it's like intimidating because of how confident he is. And he's going slow because he knows he's going to get the job done. And But at the same time, Sonara's looking at him going, are you going to fucking hurry up? Yeah. Because like, I feel like you could be doing this a lot faster. Yeah. And of course, once he busts in, our guys have already, you know, used the little drone thing to like get up. So they're all fine. And then she just f***ing caps him. Like, yeah, she's do like, you not realize how f***ing slow you were just going? And only after after she did that, I'm like, he actually was. Like, in hindsight, yeah. he was a bad employee. In his mind, he's like the Terminator. Yeah, that's and exactly what he was. You know, yeah. he's just he's just living his badass <laughs> self, thinking yeah. he's going after a young John Connor. Yeah. In fact, he's actually going after like five highly trained shield agents yeah. plus one of the guys from this this era who has like an anti-gravity f***ing belt yeah 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 and they're just they're gone yeah and it's just like yeah mate you deserve to die yeah you don't Definitely. need to be like as far as horror icons go don't be jason Voorhees. you need to be the guy from scream like yeah, that's slow it. and steady is not gonna kill these it's guys you need it. to go frantic like i just i just thought that was such a funny moment it wasn't like she yeah. looked at him like i'll deal with you later it's like no your head's on the f***ing floor now yeah the, the funniest moment for me, though, was uh, right towards the end when they're escaping and that idiot Flint decides, oh, no, he's going to stay. Mm. And then Mac's like, oh, I'm going to stay as well. Yeah, and I'm like, f*** off, Mac. Why? No. Why? The episode is literally called Together or Not at All. That's what this episode <laughs> is called. And it's like, uh, what? I feel like it's... It was, uh, yeah, I just didn't buy Mac staying. Yeah. But when um, Fitz is just like, oh, yeah, I've left you some weapons and stuff like that. Oh, they're on level yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. And they're all just... That's where all the... He's like... Do you not realise where I've come from? He's just, no, I'm going to let it go. Too. I'm going to let he it go. He had no appreciation. Like, he's done everything. He's like, I've been asleep for 70 goddamn years. Do yeah. you understand? You guys have been here for eight minutes, all right? I had six months in prison. Like, How could I possibly know? <laughs> 70 years. Uh, and he's like, no, I don't have time for this. Let's. I'm and just... even the little moments again where where Gemma was like, you know, something about being the one to have guts to ask him to marry her. And he's like, you know, actually, it's not was... important. It's not important. It's, Doesn't important. Matter. it's not important. It's fine. It's fine. It's no, fine. I like that. I like that a lot. That was yeah, good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, um, I'm sort of stuck in a weird place at the moment where, like, I'm really strangely attracted to Sonara. Um, Ooh, like, it's weird because okay. I don't really know what she looks like, and she's evil and doesn't say a lot, but there's something about it. I'm like, yeah, there's something real sexy about Ooh, you. I don't know what it is. Okay, I don't know what it is. Like, you know me, how much I love eyes, and yeah. something she's doing with her eyes, I'm like, man, that's... Okay, aside from the fact that you're, like, sending metallic balls through people's skulls and... You're wanting to kill everyone that I love about this show. I don't know. Something strangely there's attractive about you. There's a little bit you. of um, <laughs> there's a little bit of Daisy's mum about her as well. I find. Yeah, that's there's true. A little bit of that in there as yeah, well. Yeah. Just this very yeah, it's a sultry eye, but mm. then the music is like I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so it's oh god, I love that music. It's <laughs> so good. Like it's real. It, it suits her and 
you just know once that music plays, it's like a, one of the great themes of any particular character, whether it's like a Bond character or something. Mm. Not to that level, but once you hear it, you know some shit's about to go down. Oh, it's like the um the Guauld music from um from yeah. Stargate as well. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know, it's it's so iconic, and I I really I really do enjoy it. Yeah, it's really good. And because you know, Sonara is such a badass, they had to really amp up May as well. They had to have that that line in this episode where um Enoch says to her, "Oh, with." Where he says, "Oh, what do you, what injury have you got?" She's all, oh, "Blah blah 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 in my leg," and he's like, "By all rights, you should not be standing." Yeah, and it's like just to remind us how much of a badass yeah. she is. <laughs> she's getting her way through. It's yeah, like, she's well about done. to take on aliens and a planet where she has no right to live. Yeah, yeah. we get it, man. But Maybe they a um, they they did actually confirm. We we chatted about it last episode, but they did actually confirm in this. I noticed as well. Obviously, because Fitz is saying. I left some stuff mm. on level three. So this is the lighthouse. Yeah, yeah. Which I just find a little bit too convenient. Yeah. Like, it's the one part of the entire world that... No, in, in 2018, it's the one thing that not even S.H.I.E.L.D. knows about. Mm. Like, only Enoch and, and Robin... No, Enoch knew about it. Mm. And then took Robin and that sort of stuff there. And it's like, so for it to be the only thing that no one knows about, and um, and then it's the only part, really, that survives the destruction of the Earth. Mm. I'm like... Oh, mate, when you've got a young girl that can see the future, that's, that's you know, fine. Uh, plus, it's a brand new set, so I guess it's, yeah. you know, they've got they've got to get as much use out as possible, I guess. I remember having, like, a brief moment of, okay, slightly watered-down phenomenon uh, like that, but back with Brendan, who obviously does their movie reviews and is over on uh, Get In The Gate with us, but uh, I was dropping something off at his house back when we were in high school or something, you know, and I drive over there in the afternoon. He wasn't there, but I'd been there a hundred times, you know, just to let myself in through the gate, pat the dog, go and put something on, like, one of the deck chairs, pushed it under the outdoor table, and left. And then later on that night, when I knew that he would be home, like hours later, and, he, and I texted him and I said, Hey, uh, I left that thing on you know, your deck chair. And he went out and it was there. He said, As he opened up his message, he looks down and there's the package, you know. And it's like, <laughs> He goes, Hang on, it's like you were here, you were in the past, and you're sending a message to the future saying, Okay, I'll put it there. And it just materialized in front of him. And that's sort of, I guess, what Fitz has done with these weapons. He's put it there. You know, as a viewer, we're seeing the future that he's going to. So those weapons have been there the whole time, but they're only going to be made aware once that past mm. catches up with them. And it's, I don't know, I love time travel. God, I love time travel. <laughs> All right, well, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing what the hell Robin's got to say. I mean, the fact that she never spoke when we met her two weeks ago and in the episode a couple of seasons ago, and now she's just like, hey, I've been thinking about you a lot. We've been waiting for you to, went to meet you. And I'm like, okay, cool. Now that, now that you're, you know an active member of society, you're able to tell people about your visions and probably been building up this prophecy about these guys coming to uh, to save everybody. I'm really keen to see what other secrets, after seven episodes of not getting many answers as the viewer, what secrets is she going to spill where we're going to be now into the second third of the season. So, yeah, because I feel like the only episode where we really got any any answers of, of import was Rewind when we got to yeah. find out how Fitz got there. Yeah. But as for the rest of it, it's still very much up in the air. Yeah, because I guess you could, in a way, take that episode out. You wouldn't lose anything as far as the present day story goes. It'd no. just be like, oh, Fitz is here. Wonder how are we going to find that out? So, we, yeah, you're right. Aside from that, we don't know any, <laughs> anything about no. what's going on, but it's entertaining enough. So, yeah, you it. know, it's keeping me coming back next week. But anyway, we'll see uh, what happens when we uh, tune back in for episode eight, which I believe is called The Last Day. 
Okay, it's not very optimistic, but anyway, we'll see what happens next week. <laughs> Episode 8 of S.H.I.E.L.D. In the meantime, you can check out some uh, DC TV chat. Myself and Maddie talking some uh, Gifted as well for more Marvel TV, all on the Get Into Geek podcasting channels. You can like and follow us on uh, socials as well, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please do that. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter, if uh, you want to come and talk about some S.H.I.E.L.D. or just some general geek stuff that we're covering. Maddie, where are you? Uh, at High Pitch Maddie on Instagram. Yep. And that's it. I've, mate, I've seen you just tweeting random stuff. You're not even just <laughs> replying or retweeting anymore. You're actually just throwing out some shade on Twitter. Uh, oh, shade I can do. Shade I can do. <laughs> All right, you can catch uh, High Pitch Matty on Twitter. He's there as well, at High Pitch Matty. And uh, we'll see you back next week for more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Please do. Go follow him. Make him, make him tweet. Make him tweet. Get into geek.com.